Howdy, everybody from West Virginia. We are here with Nathaniel Gates coming out of the INBF WNBF Granite State Open here in New Hampshire. We're on a bit of a business trip, doing some photo shoots and some training videos now for our YouTube channel, Skullbells TV. Today, we are going to unpack Nate's peak week coming into the show, how he did, and Nate's next steps as a carnivore bodybuilder. Also, how to be steadfast and immovable in your fitness journey to kick off you, yourself for a big week, set you up for a big week. On Mondays, you know that we typically set the tone for our athletes and our listeners in our fitness, in our faith, and in our families. Last week's challenge was to memorize 1 Peter 4, 8. Keep your love for one another at full strength. That is nine reps, nine words, that is, in the Holman Christian Standard Bible Version, HCSB. Uh, our theme is love at full strength. That was last week's theme. This week's challenge, our theme is the grind. So it is to memorize 1 Corinthians 15, 58, how to finish what you started when you're having fun and when you are not having fun. Be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. That is 20 reps, 20 words in the HCSB. I've been spending some time personally in prayer and with our team um, on this particular verse because it's been helping us stay focused when the grind is hard. Uh, I'm going to read it again. Be steadfast and movable, always excelling in the Lord's work, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Working with Nate, Coach Nate that is, on this prep has been an honor and it has been give, it is, it's given me a visible example of what finishing strong really truly looks like. Um, peak week is always a grind and how how much more should we excel in what really matters as athletes and as coaches right um so here again be steadfast immovable always excelling in the lord's work the word work and then the word labor a couple words later um the word labor is the greek word uh kopos and what both of these words mean is to um, it, it refers to the hard, toilsome, laborious work, like the work that's not that kind of fun to do, not the kind of fun, creative work that God did when he created the world in um, in Genesis chapter one. Um, that's melakha, the, um, the Hebrew word melakha. That's a completely different kind of work. This is talking about the hard kind of work that we really don't want to do. Um, and so I want to get a little bit of a running start into that one, actually. Um, if we look at 1 Corinthians uh, 1548. I thought this would be a good one to build a little bit of context on the what on, onto the impact of this passage and um, and the impact that it's had on us as a team. But um, <laughs> we talk about grounding a lot. And uh, verse 47 says, "The first man, um, the first man from the earth, the first man was from the earth and made of dust, and the second man is from heaven." So that's a call back to Genesis 2:7 um, in terms of grounding and. Part of me kind of thinks that when because of the fact that we're from the earth that maybe that's why we're a bit more relaxed before we uh when we do ground so i've grounded officially twice today pal um have you, have you, ground, have you grounded yet today yeah okay good with the dogs good 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 i'm gonna hold i'm gonna i'm gonna keep holding you accountable that you keep holding me accountable to it because i got one more one more one more to do i got three uh, grounding three times a day it's kind of what i'm trying to um, trying to stay on top of so um picking up in verse verse 48 like the man was made of dust, so are those who are made of dust. Like the heavenly man, so are those who are heavenly. And just as we have borne the image of the man made of dust, we will also bear the image of the heavenly man. 
Brothers, I tell you this, flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, and corruption cannot inherit incorruption. Listen, I am telling you a mystery. But we will not fall asleep, but we will all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we will be changed. This is referring to the rapture. Personally, I don't think we're too far away from this. <laughs> because this is corruptible, must be clothed with incorruptibility, and this mortal must be clothed with, in with immortality. Now when this corruptible is clothed with incorruptibility, and this mortal is clothed with immortality, then saying that is written will take place. Death has swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? Now the sting of death is sin, and the power of the sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers, and here we go, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work, knowing that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. And I would like to add to that too that Satan wants us to think that our that that our works that that our work is worthless. But we need to be better than that. We need to see what the end in mind is, and we need to know that our labor is paying off. And uh, that's something that, um, looking back on my bodybuilding competitions, Nate, I don't know if you can relate to this, but um, being having having the having the end in mind has been so crucial because it's something that you have to keep going back and revisiting because mm -hmm. you can't you can't always see it um on the days where you're really really hungry you really don't know if it's worth it and on the days where you would really be going out to the buffet with 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 all with all your friends or, go, or going out on the weekend and you know that you're on prep and you want to finish what you started sometimes you feel like it may not be worth it mm -hmm. is that something that you ever experienced during this prep no no i wouldn't say i really experienced that during this prep um i've definitely in the past experienced that um I mean, I even had pulled out of a show before because I was so hungry, starving, really. And I was, shoot, I was like six or eight weeks out even then. But I've pulled out of a show from that. Um, I but, didn't know that you did that, actually. I yeah, yeah, that was the, that was the last that time I was going to prep, yeah. Um, that was a high-carb prep. And, uh, yeah, I definitely uh, had that then, for sure. Um, but this time around... Uh, I mean, I've had the goal in sight the whole time, so that's been perspective. And then just the dieting made it the way the way I ate this time made it so much easier. Honestly, um, I mean, half the prep, like I've told you, didn't even feel like I was in prep. So, so walk us back for those that don't know, what was your first competition experience like before you did it on the carnivore diet? Uh, before doing it on a carnivore diet, I was your typical if it's your macros calories in calories out type of guy um so i did it on a diet using high carbohydrates low fat and high protein and uh my experience with that was uh while it was flexible of course i suffered from like i just said before like very severe cravings um just like this terrible feeling as if i'm starving all the time um just really was kind of like when you start to really get into the diet and you start really getting that meaningful weight off of you um the diet just becomes like you're just like looking for the next source of carbs you can find and that's all you could think about all day long where that's pretty much completely contradictory to this diet where i don't know if you remember but half the time i would tell you like i don't even know if i can eat all this food yeah 
Um, I mean, that was probably the first two thirds of the diet or two thirds of the prep that I was feeling that way. You were kind of eating those words the last like seven yeah. days or so. But yeah, but that's, <laughs> we, you know, that's that just, happen. that's just when you, you gotta, gotta make that stretch. That's just how that stretch is no matter how you're eating Yeah, that last week or so. Um, but I mean, yeah, it wasn't even compared. It was night and day difference this time compared to before. Um, so it was very eye opening. Um, I wasn't exactly sure what to expect going into it, but yeah, I wasn't exactly sure what to expect going into it, but it was very surprising to, to say the least how I felt. Um, energy levels pretty much stayed your typical, like everybody that goes carnivore or any form of that. The, one of the biggest things they say is my energy levels are just flatline all day. They don't dip ever they're just good and steady all day long i never lost that this whole prep um and i even on top of that i was working night shifts and stuff on top of all this and i was still just fine um so yeah like until we made that last week that last stretch of that last week or or 10 days or so i mean i was very solid the whole entire prep it was amazing yeah um is there any is you sent me like three or four messages saying, I'm just confused. I feel like, yeah. I, I feel like I should feel like I'm on prep, yes. but I just, I, I feel, I feel different. Like, I feel like I should be flat and I'm not flat. Right. Why? Like, why is this? Why is this going on? I'm like, I don't know, man, you tell me I've never done it on as, as strict of a lion diet as, as, as you have before. I've, I've done it. I've done it like mostly carnivore, but never really a hundred percent carnivore. So definitely more keto the, mm -hmm. the last shows that I did. Um, so for so for you and me to be doing the exact same diet, I was just seeing I was just seeing so many parallels. Mm -hmm. And when you started saying things like that to me, like I just don't feel like I'm dieting. I don't feel like I'm on prep, and I feel like I'm never I'm never I'm never really flat. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like yeah, I, I feel I feel like we got good pumps over the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it was just like perplexing is the best word I can use for it because while I definitely got much better pumps, I mean, significantly better pumps after a refeed day, of course, throughout the week when I would be, you know, quote unquote, flattening out from that, I was still maintaining great pumps in the gym. I never had an instance, I wouldn't say this prep that, that I necessarily felt uh, flat in the common sense term of it with like, you know, people who do carbohydrate diet, they get very flat. They can't even make, they can't even get blood flow hardly, you know. I don't feel that I ever even dipped into that zone this entire prep. Now, I think that's a combination of the diet plus not doing cardio, personally. Um, especially in the later stages, because I was definitely depleting myself, but I was still not necessarily flattening, so to speak. Did you see the look on every single judge's face oh, yeah. when when, mm -hmm. when when we when we said, "Oh, by by the way, just fun fact fun fact about our boy Nate. How how much cardio did you do? How much how much cardio? Everybody everybody talks about what's the worst part of every single prep, the diet, yeah, but the cardio, the hours and hours of cardio, it just makes you go crazy. So how much cardio did we do on this prep, pal? Absolutely zero steps of cardio <laughs> whatsoever, as Sparky would say. Yeah, absolutely none. And it was glorious, <laughs> to say the least. Do you think? Do you think anybody uh, outconditioned you? I wouldn't say so. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. 
No, no, definitely not. I didn't know. I didn't know that it was possible to get that to get that dry and that get that paper thin of skin that you, that you had throughout the yeah. entire day. And, and, it, and it, it was crazy because it just makes it so that you can see every single detail of what happened what, of what's happening. I mean, yeah. what you look like before and after your refeed was is two totally different people. And every time you ate a burger patty, I just watched you like get bigger and bigger and harder and harder and drier mm-hmm. and drier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was literally like. In 30 minute increments you could see things changing see yeah. things filling out even at, even as i was practicing my routine you could notice i was getting bigger into my routine as i was practicing that as well so it was, yeah it was definitely interesting it's also interesting to note uh how my legs gain and lose mass as i get full and as yeah, i get flat your, your legs were like toothpicks on, yeah was it thir- yeah was it was like thursday night and i was yeah. like man like i yeah, I was okay. super, super dry. And I mean, you could see every little muscle fiber. Well, even the look on your dad's face, yeah. too. He was, uh-huh. he, was, he was just like, we're going to, he's, he's, he's going to, like, I've never seen him this skinny. And the word skinny is not a word you want to hear as yeah. a bodybuilder. Like, that's a compliment to a lot of people, but not yeah. to people that do what we do. Like, that's the last thing you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really interesting to see that, though. My legs filled out from eating food, which was, which was cool to see. I don't know if that's, that may be unique to me. That might be, like, something might be different for other people but it's very interesting I, I don't know that it has to do with the diet or not but um it was definitely interesting to maybe see. it's got to be genetic too though because yeah, my legs are really assume. like that like my upper body is yeah. flat or, or or big flat or yeah. big lower, lower body is just kind of always there but yeah. you're you're like the opposite your upper body's your upper body is always your upper body looked good but yeah mainly mm-hmm. your legs were just like non-existent like yeah. as soon as you started eating that's when that's when your your legs really started filling out yeah yeah, thankfully. <laughs> and whenever you were stressed or nervous too, every time you ate a ribeye, you were just in a way better mood after. Yeah. That. <laughs> it has a therapeutic effect. So, what was, what's up? What's our number one rule over the, over the weekend? We've said, we've said this what fifteen times. When in doubt, ribeye. When in doubt, eat a ribeye. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a lifesaver this weekend. When in doubt, eat a ribeye is just such a great outlook on life, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If there's anything that if if there's you if can't not feel better after it yeah like whatever you're going through if you eat a ribeye like your day your day's just better after that period yeah, definitely <laughs> so is it hard so on that note is it has it been hard to travel and hard hard with like your um with with your inconsistent sleep schedule because of what you do for work <clears throat> for has it has that has that all uh, made it challenging to stick to your diet or has it has it been relatively easy because you've been doing it the same way for for so long now um no it's definitely not been harder at all uh it's been i like i mean i don't know not a lot of people know but uh i do i travel a lot for my work i travel long distance to get to work and stuff so i end up driving a lot and traveling and on the road and stuff and uh honestly this diet is the easiest because it's so straightforward I mean, it makes it easier. It's convenient and it's quick. And doing, uh, we were doing OMAD, of course, at the end there. So that just makes it even more convenient. I just, instead of eating while I'm at work or traveling, I save my meal for a time when I can relax by myself, enjoy my meal. And it's just like a thing I look forward to every day. And it, I think that ritual of OMAD actually made it, made it so much more sustainable. Um, it was a lot better that way. I'm kind, of, I'm kind of with you. I feel like yeah. ha- I feel like half of the benefits that come from the lion diet is like the lion diet's great, but it's the it's mm-hmm. it's, it's but it's the OMAD benefits too. One meal yeah. one, one meal a day is a, that's, yeah. that's an acronym acronym for those who don't know. 
um, that puts you that that puts you in some of your deepest spiritual moments, <laughs> deepest prayer moments, deepest like perspectives mm -hmm. on life. It's pretty powerful, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then it also puts you in a very advantageous position if you're interested in trying any type of fasting. Um, you can get your body trained on an OMAD schedule doing a lion or carnivore diet, whatever works for you. Lion diet's a little bit more optimal for that though. But you get yourself on a good OMAD schedule and if you're interested in trying to you know, get some benefits from fasting or anything like that, it sets you up beautifully for it because you end up cut one meal out and you're fasting, just like that. It makes it way easier to skip a meal <laughs> here and there if that's something that you, um, if, that's, if that's something that you need to do. Like I feel like when I was eating five meals a day and they all had carbs in them, if I if I missed a meal, it felt like it was the end of the world. But yep. if I have if I, if I have planned like oh I'm gonna eat at this time after my workout, okay, that's when we're all going out. Oh no, I guess we're not going out. Okay, well, that kind of messes up what I was gonna do for the day. Eh, mm -hmm. That's okay, I can skip a meal, and it's just and it's just not that big of a deal. Or maybe I was in the gym too long and didn't have time to make it to dinner on time. More realistically, yeah. <laughs> those that know me probably wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. No, but our workout. So our workout this morning. Uh, so so our, our work. Uh, th there we go. Uh, work workout time. Um, did you spend? Um, did did it take you hours and hours and hours of um, of intense amounts of high volume to be able to develop the kind of mass that you have right now? Or uh, no, not at all. <laughs> it how, takes, how long are your workouts? It takes intelligent, intelligent and. Uh, intention training to do this. Um, my workouts are typically 45 minutes to tops like 50, 55 minutes. Yeah. And we obviously trained a bit longer these last couple days to do <clears throat> shooting videos half yeah. the time. But yeah. And that, and, and to note on that, usually that's with a training partner. So were I by myself, I would say 40 minutes or less probably. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't train with people like Mario and you can't yeah. train, you can't train with people like David and like mm -hmm. not just have a good conversation and yeah. catch up a little bit. Yeah. Those, those, those well, are cool people. Yeah. Right? Me and Mario have it perfected to where we're in and out in 45 minutes almost every time. <laughs> so, cause we, we have a, th a little system that we do and we talk and go and train at the same time. So that dude yeah. blew my mind with oh, how yeah. strong his legs Oh yeah. Are, he's man. a beast. Oh, he's a beast. <laughs> yeah. I was like, mm -hmm. cause, cause you, cause you humbled me. Uh, you, you, you humbled me so much on my back and my chest training. Like I thought that I, I'm, I'm like, man, I don't, I'd like, yeah, I never trained chest. It's my, it's, it's way ahead of my arms, and my shoulders. That's my excuse. And so like I'm been focusing on quads, shoulders, arms, quads, shoulders, arms, just mm -hmm. like for forever lately. And, um, uh, now it's, I'm like, okay, I'm not okay with you <laughs> and, and especially not David <laughs> who has cerebral palsy, <laughs> put pressing more weight than me. No, that was, that was not okay. That guy's a stud too, by the yeah, way. He oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's got, he's got an incredible physique and his, his, his quads are really unique. I don't know. If yeah. you, I don't know if you noticed, but mm -hmm. like, they don't, they don't, they don't, um, the, va the vastus lateralis, vast, vastus medialis, they don't go straight up and down like they do on most people's legs. Like they're, they're kind of bent, but there's, but they're symmetrical. He's got, he's got mm -hmm. a really, he's got a really cool physique. It'd be cool to see. He's got some wheels on him. That's for sure. Yeah. Mario does too, obviously. Oh yeah. That today, but, mm -hmm. but even like, even like my back, like I've always been really proud of my brat, my, my back, how, how, how I can do for, how much I can do for chin ups and for lat pull downs. And I couldn't keep up with you. <laughs> So my yeah. back's still pretty toast from that, but I was like, all right, if I got him on anything, I got him on legs. So <laughs> I was look, so I was, so I was looking forward to today, and I don't, I don't, feel, I don't feel like you really gave gave it a, gave it a fair chance because your stomach was so messed up from, yeah. from the last couple of days. So. Yeah, I ate a couple of bad things, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Confession time. Yeah.
No, you didn't. You didn't it wasn't. It wasn't that bad. You had what, like two cookies, and we're like, ugh, yeah, no, yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't miss, I don't, I don't miss sugar. All right, back to the meat. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a couple cookies, but I did have a couple of meat, meat treats with cheese in them, and I don't think the cheese is sitting too well with me. So, those ribeyes last night were, were <clears throat> oh bomb, yeah, bro. Aldi ribeyes, the, the best, Angus ribeyes from Aldi, the best ribeyes I've ever had in my entire life. So we cooked it on a ninja. Yeah, yeah. the ninja is a. Uh, Basically, it's a Ninja indoor grill. I think it air fries too, and uh, you get it at Walmart. I think I got mine for two seventy nine or something. It's a little bit pricey, but it's definitely worth the investment because it's just so convenient. Yep, I think we, we cooked them so that they were like they're a hundred percent blue rare, blue rare in the middle. Mm-hmm. They were super juicy, super tender. Outside was nice and crispy, and finished it with uh, what what did we use? Um, the kosher uh, red Redmond's kosher salt. Yep, yep. That, that, that stuff has a really really nice texture mm-hmm. yeah it was good uh, it was like nice and flaky yeah so yeah this 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 diet has not been hard to stick to because no, like, not that's at all especially of, if you do ribeyes every day <laughs> yeah it's kind of how we yeah. eat every day and i think both you and i had to give that up pretty quick because that like, just like obviously will make anybody go broke really really yeah. fast <laughs> yeah i was uh yeah the ribeyes right now are expensive definitely that would uh that was a good audible to make actually <laughs> Yeah, but it was actually an effective audible to make just for if we're talking strictly prep talk here, the ground beef yeah, is definitely just that. a much more accurate way to approach it from a prep standard. Now, if you're not prepping, that's a different story. Yep. But yeah, from a prep standard, you know, I think ground beef is kind of like where you want to be at because you just get that level of accuracy that is important so that you can make macronutrient manipulations. And that's just pretty essential in a prep because sometimes you got to tweak things here or there. Right. Yeah, so so we cut out things like bacon early on. That was something yeah. else that we learned. Like there, there's just way too much variable mm-hmm. in it. You never really know how much fat's yeah. in it. You never really know how much sugar is in it. Like it says one thing on the label, but when you yeah. when, when when you when you want to be the leanest person on stage with the most muscle mass possible, and mm-hmm. and you are and you are putting everything into this show, like that is like any kind of guesswork that you can get out of the window, great. Um, does it sound OCD? Does it sound obsessive? Yeah. But then you come out of it and then look at, look at you, you, you learn your body inside and out on a way that you just never thought that you would before. Yeah. Yeah. And we kind of started this prep off in like a, uh, it, it almost, because we were, we were really learning a lot this prep from, from everything we were doing. Um, and we kind of started off from like a full blown carnivore type of diet uh, funneled into a little bit more strict carnivore, decided to, like, like you just said, pull some things out, pull bacon out, uh, and other things like that as we went along. Uh, we really kind of made this funnel almost into a perfect prep diet. And that was really interesting to see because that kind of can almost imply guidelines on, well, prep, of course, but also if someone's just interested in using this diet potentially just lose weight do a cut whatever a mini cut it can give you good i think it gave us good perspective on how to coach somebody through a a mini cut or a just a weight loss journey or something like that tools we can use out of this prep you know what i mean yeah yeah so i think that was some very useful information that we gathered very interesting data points there yeah for sure i mean we could 
we could we could literally write a book on every single thing that you that you and I learned as mm-hmm. as athletes as coaches ourselves because you're 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 a contest prep um, coach coach yourself and so yeah. I'm excited to you know help you out help you out with um, working with 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 your with your guys that are doing this for the first yeah. time too and so um this is this is this this is this is this is fun man it's, it's like we're it's like it's like, it's like we're, mm-hmm. we're our own lab rats is what it feels like <laughs> yeah i mean essentially that's what we were <laughs> yeah and and, and, espe- and especially we just we having... were we were but we're experienced enough to do that and it not have been a risk right yeah yeah exactly because we were able to make the calls that we needed to make at that time just based off our own experience mm-hmm. so that's important to note on this it's not something that just everybody can just hop into and just like kind of guesstimate their way through it um, we used a lot of our own experiences to make certain calls in this prep that were kind of important yeah. when it came down to it. And, and this and this has been a bilateral coaching experience too, because I'm learning I'm learning as much if not if if not way more from you than you have from me this entire prep. And it's, I mean, so, sometimes sometimes you just need somebody to talk through things too to get your own to, to get your own thoughts out and to mm-hmm. figure it out. But also, um, I mean, as a coach, I need I I, I need I need to hear I I need, I need to do. I think I've learned to listen a lot more this last prep instead instead of teach. I mean, teaching, yeah, great, but the but the more but the more that I listen to you, um, especially with the carnivore diet, because the carnivore diet really is is just such an intuitive diet to begin mm-hmm. with, right? Um, comparatively speaking, that is. But I feel, but I but I feel, but I feel like um, le- learn learn learning from you has helped me to, um, I guess, just not only be inspired to adopt a lot of the same habits and a lot of the same practices when it, when it, when it comes to dieting and when it comes to following through, mm-hmm. but it helped, but it helps me to, um, I guess, better relate to exactly where you're at and then have a better intuition of what your next meal should be yeah. and what your next workout should look like and how much cardio you, that you should do from there. Yeah. I mean, that definitely makes a huge difference because this is one of those things where you can't just, necessarily coach it without really being in that position and understanding it and once you've been in that same type of scenario lion diet for a specific reason um that's when you really gain the insight required to like effectively coach it i think mm-hmm. i think it just makes uh, like an entire world world of difference because it's just not there isn't really anything that it compares to i don't think yeah have you um How's your how, how how's your digestion just like improved overall? Because that's that's been a a, com- a complication and like a mm-hmm. con- you know a, a major concern yeah. um, for for you like whether you're whether you're bodybuilding or not. Yeah, has refining your diet um, improved that? Has it made it worse? No, I mean the simpler we made it, and the less the more refinement it got into lion diet eventually, the better it all was for me. And we found that out because we tested it a couple times, right? Like we, yeah. like we, 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 like we, we took out eggs, kept all the macros the same, but just, but, but just mm-hmm. reduced ingredients. That, that's what we did that really yeah. started working for us. And mm-hmm. it clicked with me on one of my last conversations with Linnell is that, um, is, is that the, the trick to make the trick to making to, is, to success in the lion diet is to is is to is to is minimizing your ingredients, and that's why it works so well. Um, when when you when you go the entire day having only three or four ingredients mm-hmm. but yet they still have all the nutrients that your body needs mm-hmm. um that that optimize that 
but that puts your digestion on a completely different level. And so you, what, what's going to happen? Your sleep is going to be better. Your energy is going to be better throughout the day. So you're so, so you're moving more. And so that's why you can't just track calories because it, mm-hmm. do, it, it doesn't add up. There is such a bigger picture. There is so much more that is happening that you just can't explain with something as, 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 sim- as simple as that. And so I don't even know what your calories are, dude. Yeah, but like, but if we're gonna be doing math, I would, I, I would, I would, I would bet, I would bet a thousand dollars that that you had higher calories coming into this show than anybody else. I, I, oh, easily. I, I do, yeah. I do not think. Probably, probably close to double. Why? Well, I, I know for sure I was probably in the forty five hundred range, uh, starting the prep, and we were losing weight eating that much. Yeah. So, and we, and I mean, we were, <laughs> we were doing that for probably at least a month and a half, I think. So. I mean, yeah, I was eating a ridiculous amount of food. <laughs> I, like, like I said earlier, I was like literally full. I could not finish food. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's and it's all calorie dense food too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is yeah, and uh, and know. and one thing to note on this too that I that you just no no volume hacks. Not, yeah, like, no yeah. Saying that's fiber. No, it's not necessary. But one thing to add on this too is is for competitors out there listening. Um, I think an important takeaway I personally got from this prep was the omad lion diet in your mind intuitive like you you initially will think like oh that sounds so restrictive that sounds so not like fun i guess or or whatever word you want to use for that but when i did that it zoned me in so much it actually made a lot of the like outside thoughts and stuff go away because i was just such a focus for me to be doing just omad lion diet it, uh, I mean, I'm trying to, I guess taking the options away and just giving me the essentials. Number one, I felt amazing. I think because I'm just getting hey, out of Nate, my body's own way. You're on a roll, man, but I'm going to call an audible right now. We got a 30 minute time limit. So that's it for this podcast, everybody. Make sure that you stay, right. <laughs> uh, keep it locked in the Skull Bells TV on YouTube. We're going to have a lot of detailed information, how the prep went, uh, videos of everything. All right. God bless. We'll catch you on the next episode. <laughs> See you.